Hello, everyone, and we thank you for joining us tonight on our Grace for Purpose publishing page. I have some amazing ladies here with me tonight. I'm super excited about this project that we have coming out really soon called Moments for Moms, Give Yourself a Minute. And that's so important in our everyday lives. As moms, we often feel that we have to rush through our days and or be superwoman. And then in the busyness of life and trying to keep everything and everyone together, we forget, we sometimes forget to give, our, give ourselves a moment. And that's what this project is about, just giving you some different tips and tools to help you pause. Those moments are necessary to hear, breathe, and listen to what God is telling us to do through the day so we can be at our best. As a mother, it is inevitable that we will make mistakes, but we will also overcome those mistakes. Each contributor will share with readers advice and encouragement on how to overcome daily obstacles in their life as a mother. And our reminder to you today and every day is to give yourself a minute, Mama. So I am Juanita Woodson. I am the visionary of this great project, but I could not make this happen without the amazing ladies. Um, we work really hard, and I honestly cannot wait for everyone to get their hands on this devotional. When I tell you, it's amazing. Each story is different, the different tips and tools from, you know, having an infant up to having grown children. So as moms, that insight is really important because our babies are still growing and we can always just use that extra advice. So what we're going to do to start out with, I'm going to have the ladies go around and introduce themselves. It doesn't matter who goes first. <laughs> Hey everyone, my name is Ajane, um, Ajane Cody. Um, did you want us to drop our stuff in the comments now or do you yes, want to? Yes, please, and then I'll, I'll share Let's see, comments, the live comments, right? Yes. Wait, it disappeared. I see the chat box in private chat, but in comments is. It should give you the option to post a comment. It says live viewer comments show up on this example. Maybe that's the oh okay. It says everyone in the studio, so maybe I do put it in this private chat and it mm -hmm. goes. Yeah, and then I'll just drop it. Okay. All right. Okay, so hi everyone. My name is Ajane Cody. Um, I'm about to be 29, December 28th. I have a six-year-old son. He's amazing literally the replica of me and i enjoy every minute of it um i'm a motivational speaker and author a woman empowerment coach healing empowerment coach i have a podcast that's available on all platforms um, i'm a loving mother sister daughter you know all that great stuff i'm so so excited that Juanita and I could share this, you know, moment. Um, it's crazy because we actually met. I think I invited her on my podcast show first, and then it was vice versa. It might have been the other way around. Either way it goes, you know, we just decided to keep in contact, okay. keep the, you know, keep the communication going, check in daily, and you know, just collab in whatever way we can collab. So I'm definitely excited to be a part of this establishment and definitely looking forward to more projects in the future because this is definitely the first of many i'm just here to say that now we're gonna speak that in the name of jesus yes definitely yes i love it miss <laughs> franchina Hello, everyone. Good, great evening. This is Ron Gina, your unorthodox wellness coach and also your community motivator. I am coming by 
Way of Virginia in the beautiful city of Virginia Beach. I am a mother. I am a grandmother, a wife. Um, I am a servant, kingdom believer. I am an author, a multi-time author. I am also a business owner. I have an all-natural skincare line. I have a coaching business called Kingdom Solutionist. And also my skincare line is called Just Gina Skincare LLC. Um, we are also in one retail space in Williamsburg online and in the Walmart marketplace. Um, I am just excited about this book. This book here is going to be a great, great blessing to everyone. There's so many things that I do and I will be here all day long. I just admonish you guys to follow me on all platforms and also check out my websites to learn more about what I do. Yes, thank yes. you so much. And last but not least. Hi, everyone. Can y'all hear me okay? Yes, ma'am. Okay, okay. Hi, everyone. My name is Satisse Alexander. I am a wife. I am a mother of four. Um, I am also a now three times author. Um, and I am on my way to being an um, inspiring entrepreneur as well as an inspirational influencer is who I call myself and what I see myself as. Um, I am so, so, so super excited about working with these amazing women, connecting with these amazing women. And I'm so glad that, so glad that God has connected all of us together. Um, I am... I'm actually on my phone tonight, but nevertheless, you know, you got to do what you got to do and um, can't make excuses. And so I said, God, I'm going to show up no matter what. And so that's exactly what I am doing. So I'm just excited to be here to talk about this project. And I'm so grateful to my friend, my sister, my publisher who assisted me in my second book and now um, allowed me to be a part of the third, Miss Juanita. So I cannot wait to um, discuss this book. That's awesome. And I want to say that I connected with a lot of the ladies on um, Grace for Purpose podcast. So I think it's really unique how we were able to come together and pull this project together. Can you drop your social media information in the comments? Regina, I'm going to go ahead and show yours because it popped up late. Um, I just want to make sure everybody can connect with you. So we are going to dive a little bit into our book and discussion. Um, <clears throat> so we'll go around. I'll ask a question and then each lady can just jump in and answer. So, Miss um, Frangina, and we'll go. We'll just go in order. Is this your first time authoring a book? If yes, how was the experience um, being a first time author, which I know you're not? <laughs> if no, share with us the titles of your other books. Okay, here. So no, it's not my first time. Um, and I want to say um, that even the experience of my first 
um, project that I released. It was just a great experience um, to become a first time author. And also, um, and that was in 2020. And just to share something that's going to help inspire and uplift someone um, through penmanship was the ultimate goal for me. The books that I have available now, um, my very first project was I Stumbled to Rise in Purpose. And that was just basically talking about my journey of coming out of the pit um, <clears throat> from all of the things that was some things was on myself and some things um, that I experienced in life. And I let it at that time um conquer me and suppress me. But to God be the glory, I made it out. And I wanted to share my journey and show people that you can come out of the deepest pit, the darkest pit. Um, also, the next project was Forces of Change Anthology by none other than Miss Kathy Staten. As you, as I mentioned earlier, I have a nonprofit organization called Janus I Feed, and I service um, most of the Hampton Roads area. And what that particular anthology did was um, help authors come together. It's um, some would first-time authors, and we all had nonprofit organizations, and we just wanted to help people be able to, if they were looking to start a nonprofit, understand uh, what all goes into running a nonprofit, understand the different gyros of journeys, of meeting um, efforts and needs in the community. So that was my second project. The next one was My Sister Helped Me Heal, Volume 1, by none other than Prophetess Siobhan Annette. And that was also another um, great book where 20, I believe, 20 co-authors came together to <clears throat> share their journey of how a sister in their life, whether it was your mother, your cousin, your daughter, helped you heal. The next project was, again, none other than the Miss Kathy State and Words of Wisdom went for the heart and soul, which I believe me and you, Anita, is in that particular anthology. And that came with a journal. Um, as well. Also, I want to piggyback my first project, I Stomach to Rise and Purpose has a matching journal with it as well. Um, that particular book, Words of Wisdom for the Heart and Soul, was such an empowering experience and book. Um, that, that is something that everyone can just um, have a great takeaway from and just be uplifted and motivated. The next project was um, Dr. Nikki Ziegler, <laughs> 90 Days of Biblical Affirmation by Christian Women. And then I have, I'm going down the line here, y'all. <laughs> I'm sorry. The next one was um, The Power of Coaching, Volume 1. That was um, compiled by Dr. Heather Tucker. Um, and that was um, because of me having a coaching journey. Um, we were sharing our expertise on coaching and also helping others that may either have a need or are looking to get into the journey of coaching successfully. Um, the next project is, of course, Moments for Mom. Um, and then I have two more projects coming after that, uh, which is Words of Wisdom's Volume 2 coming out in December. And then My Sister Helped Me Heal Volume 4 coming out in December. And all of those are Amazon bestselling author. Um, we we reached that um, badge uh, with these books here. So um, I'm here to tell you that 
as someone that was able to push out these particular books as a co-author. Some was all due at the same time, several projects I was working on. It is a very doable thing, especially when God has assigned that particular assignment to you. It's doable because I believe I had like three projects with due dates to turn into the publisher and I was able to successfully get it done. So those are the books that I have and they're on my website. If you look in the comments and you can obtain all of those books via my website. Awesome. I love it. Write these books. Yes. So you're no stranger to collaborating with other women. I know I'm jumping questions, but how does it feel to collaborate with a, a group of women um, to put out these projects? How does that feel? I can tell you that I have had a very amazing, I, I have had an amazing experience every time. And I have worked, been in collaboration with women literally all around the country, um, literally, um, because of the diverse um areas of focus for each anthology. So it has been a great experience. Some of the women co-authors I have not met in person. Um, it has um, caused relationships to be established. It has caused future collaborations and partnerships. And also just to expound, first of all, Christ into the earth here through writing and also it's encouraging to us because what I have learned by writing is that some stuff that is in us, it helps um, promote healing within us as well. Certain phases that we thought we may have met and we have not met it yet. So this here collaborating with a diversity of women, young, old, I think one project that I'm on, one of the co-authors is eight years old. <laughs> um, that is a massive, massive um, achievement as a youth. So one of the, the projects that I am co-authoring that she is the youngest, um, and I believe that's the 90 Days Biblical Affirmations by Dr. Nikki Sigler. And I'm telling you, collaboration is what I believe in enforcing. If we enforce anything, we enforce collaboration because it expands the reach in any area that we are operating in. It expands the reach for kingdom building. It expands the reach for building the economy. It expands the reach for servitude. There's so many areas that it expands the reach on. So collaboration is key. Uh, we are all different. We all are from all walks of life. We are all have different experiences. But what I do know is that when we come together collectively, mega big, great things happen um, for people and for us as well. So collaboration is definitely key. Yes, I love it. So Miss Ajane, jump in and tell us, um, and I know this is not your first book either. <laughs> so tell us the titles of your other books. So um, I started writing in 2019 when my brother was killed. Um, like she said, writing promotes healing. That's how I help myself grieve, how I help myself heal. Started sharing some work on social media and, you know, the feedback. Oh, you need to write a book. You need to write a book. So here I am, five books in, multiple books. So the first one um, is called It Comes From Within. It's a poetry collection. 
The second one is called You Are Not Alone. That is a prayer collection, um, different prayers that I just came up with, with some corresponding Bible verses. And in this particular book, um, so I give it the prayer and then I give you like a side to where you can write about, you know, why you came to that prayer or, you know, how this makes you feel or, you know, anything you want to write about in regards to that prayer um, in that particular book. The third one is called um, Expanding Your Horizons, which is another poetry collection about, you know, success, motivation, you know, uh, moving forward, elevating life, things like that. And then the fourth one is um, The Recipe to Positivity, which is um, a 90 day journal prompt. I basically give you a morning prompt and a um, night prompt for 90 days. Now it's blank, but you have to fill it in. And so you fill it in as often as you need. I actually created this for a friend and she was like, you know, this really helped me out. You need to like publish it for other people because it was kind of like a trial and error thing. And I was like, well, I guess I can. And then also the, the name also came from a podcast episode in one of my um, podcasts. So then the fourth, no, that's the fourth one. And the fifth one is, um, I just actually finished uh, My Pain Runs Deep. This is my newest baby. My first one was my baby, but this one is more heartfelt than all of them put together. And it's just, it took so much just because I fell back into depression. My mom was sick. It just was storm after storm after storm. But, you know, with those storms comes, you know, that, that sunshine comes, you just got to find your way. You got to find that light. And I'm like, you know what? I'm going to, I don't care how long it takes. I'm going to publish this book. And so then comes a um, moment for moms, but I'm also working on the glory of overcoming. Well, now this one is also a poetry collection as well. The glory of overcoming is my next um, single book I'm working on, which is going to be my very first chapter book. And then I'm also working on another collab with another poet. It's going to be called The um, Empowering Voices. So I actually have a lot going on. Um, very excited about everything. Excited about the collabs. This was my very first collab. Um, I'm working on Empowering Voices now, which is my second one. It's not published yet, so I'm still working on that one. I'm a sign of me bringing my YouTube to the uh, visual aspect. So more my podcast to the visual aspect on YouTube. So... Thank you. Thank you. Follow me on um, YouTube. Follow me everywhere. Just keep up because we're about to go big. We're about to go global. I'm about to have people flying in to come on my show just to heal them, you know, hear their story. Let them tell their story because I feel like since I've started my podcast, when I talk to people, even just having conversations in, you know, the store, you don't realize how hurt someone is or how you help someone heal by just having a simple conversation. And the way that I've been told, I pull that out of people. I'm just like, okay, I got to go forward with this. And people are like, girl, you are beautiful. You have a pretty smile. We need to see your face. Like when you're coming off, when you're coming from behind that camera. So, okay, I'm coming from behind the camera now. <laughs> yes, yeah. it is definitely time. So, and then Mrs. Tease. Please share with us. I know this is not your first book either. So share with us your book projects. Okay. Yes, ma'am. It's not my first read. Y'all just pray for me because the enemy is really trying with this whole technical issue today. But it's okay. It is totally okay. Um, so I have three projects out. Um, my first project was it's called Win from the Beginning. Um, that's a, my first project where I collab with 
if I'm not mistaken, seven other women. That was my first ever collab. And that will always be near and dear to my heart because that's when I started coming out of my shell. That is when I started coming out and not allowing what others think of me or their opinions of me dictate who God called me to be and what he said I could be, who he said I was. And so that was my first ever book, um, Win From The Beginning. And that that title alone speaks for itself. Um, because sometimes in life, you know, we go through so much trials, tribulations, heartache, pain, but we also have to realize that even in the beginning, we have already won. The victory is already ours. Um, and so my second book is a personal, it's also near and dear to my heart. It's called I Forgive Me. This particular book is where I have, um, went through so many different things in my life. So I started sharing parts of my testimony with the world. I started being vulnerable with the world. But at the same time, I also um, had to forgive myself for a lot of those things. Some things I did on my own that I caused and some things was not no fault of my own, but I had to also say, okay, Satis, you really have to forgive yourself because this wasn't your fault. So in order to move forward in what God has for you to do, sometimes we have to forgive ourselves. And it's not always about forgiving everybody else. Sometimes the hardest thing is forgiving ourselves for the mistakes, for the things we've done, for the things we've said. Um, sometimes we hold on to that. And when God has already forgiven us, and he said, I already threw that in the sea of forgiveness, never to remember no more. We hold on to that. And sometimes they can hinder our journey on what God has um, called us to be. So I have, you know, things in that book, um, activities in that book, letters to yourself about writing yourself, a letter to yourself, just forgiving you for whatever it may have been. And of course, this third and final um, one is called Moments for Moms. That's the one I've collaborated on recently. And this is not the final one. She has more books in her. So we're just going to put that out there in the <laughs> atmosphere. <laughs> Definitely not final. So let's just jump into a little bit more com uh, conversation. So how did it feel sharing your experiences of being a mom with strangers? Because this book, we're, we're going worldwide. I'm just putting that out there. Well, I'll go first. Um, so my thing was when I saw, when she reached out to me, I was like, I'm only 28. You know, I have a six-year-old, but hey, I mean, I guess, you know, I've never really, you know, my friends, you know, they ask me for, you know, parental advice and everything. And it's just like, sometimes it's good. Sometimes they could have gotten better. You know, you never know, but they don't come back and say, well, the girl, this didn't work for me. I had to do this. Or, you know, you told me wrong. When we think about it, you know, we never get a manual to doing this mother thing. You know, it's no, okay, you're becoming a mother. Here you go. This is all you need. It's like a trial and everything. And then as you have more kids, as you're exposed to more kids, then you just know. Um, I just used to always babysit my cousins, nieces, nephews, you know, everybody. Now, I was the babysitter. And then my first job was a daycare job. So I've always had that experience. But when you become a mother, it's different from working in a daycare, babysitting. That's your seed. That is something that you literally gave birth to. That came out of you no matter how, you know, no matter how you gave birth, even if you adopted, that's something you literally had to sit there and deal with however long you had to deal with it, go through what you, it, you know, like 
my birth, my pregnancy was, <laughs> it was crazy, but it was quick. I would just say that. I found out in five months. I didn't know I was pregnant. So my pregnancy was kind of swift. However, when it was time to give birth, he decided to do what he wanted to do. He flipped when I started pushing. So I had to stop. And it was like, okay, no, no, go, go. Okay, wait, see? A real mom right now. Real mother. Yes, you can. Look, we're getting no manual to this. And I told you, I said, look, I'm doing a podcast today, so you can't come, you know. But look, kids are going to be kids. He's six. He's going to do what he want to do. But it was just like. I'm going to give my expertise, you know, I'm going to give what I was, you know, what I went through, what helped me, what worked for me, because everybody is different. What works for you may not work for the next person. What worked for them may not work for me. You know, it just depends. So why not collab and give my insight, you know, because it may be someone who's younger than me, you know, pregnant right now, maybe pregnant with twins, literally pulling their hair out, not knowing what to do. And then there's this book that we're coming up with. And it's just like, okay, so there's a young mom in here. You know, there's a few young ones in here. You never know when someone had their first child or what, you know, what someone could have went through. So I was just excited to, you know, give my input. At first I was nervous because I'm like, you know, what if they're going to judge me? But again, like she said, you know, you got to put that to the side, you know, because what if you don't give your insight? You don't know how many people you could have helped, but now you're not going to be able to because you let fear, you, you let fear consume you. And I was like, no, I'm not gonna do that. I, I'm, I'm, you know, it's a collab. It's you, she came to me, so she trusts me. So you know what? I'm doing it. <laughs> I'm doing it. Yes, he was my son, y'all. It's a real mother, mommy. Yeah, he, he likes to get his shine though. He <laughs> he want to get the spotlight with his mom. So you know, we're working on. He's he's got a book that's being illustrated right now. So he's about to become a first time author himself. So yeah. The real mother moment. Yes, definitely. And that's one thing I love about moments for moms. Like I said in the beginning, a range of different insight from infancy to women having adult, grown adult children. So, you know, mothers all over the world, we're never in that same, that same age cycle. So I think this is going to be awesome. You get to just, you know, hear everybody's experiences. So I'll let the rest of um, the ladies just go on and explain how did it feel sharing your experiences as a as a mother with strangers? I guess I'll go. Um, so that I agree. That was a real mom moment. And I absolutely love that because that shows that any given, we always, a mom, it's always, we're always having that mom hat on no matter what. Um, even though we, we want to take it off, you know, it's just those moments like, you know, so it's just, so I love that. So that was just like a real life, like moment right there. But sometimes I absolutely love it because um, sometimes as as moms, we have to give ourselves grace because to piggyback off what you stated, there's no manual to this. You know, even I am 35. Am I 35? That's another real mom moment, too. Um, yeah, I'm 35. <laughs> I mean, I've been 
in the car sometimes driving like, okay, I had my daughter this age. Wait, then my twins was born right here. Wait, then I, am I really this age? Yeah, so I'm 35, so I'm still learning. I'm still growing as a as a mom. You know, I I don't get everything right every day. I make mistakes. Um, and sharing my sharing my expertise because out of my four, I, I have twins. I have twin boys who just turned 16. Um, I have a daughter that's 16, and I have my twins just turned 16. That's crazy because my twin boys was born prematurely, so they was born in the same year my daughter was born. So right now, it seems like I have triplets. She don't be 17 until January. So it's just um, that those mom moments that we just have to be like, you know, I tell my kids all the time, mama don't have all the answers. I make mistakes. I have my moments with my kids where we go out on our dates one by one. I need to pick your brain. I need to see how you are. I need to see what's going on in your life. I need to see what's going on in school. Are you okay? How's your mental? Because even as moms, um, we're not, it's not always where we need a mental. Our kids need mental breaks. They need that time where they can say, I can go to my mom and she's going to tell me right from wrong. But I do allow that space, that safe space for my kids to tell me, okay, mom, what you said to me the other day was wrong. What you said to me hurt my feelings. How you said it to me hurt my feelings. As long as you're respectful, I'm going to always accept what you say. And I will apologize if I hurt your feelings or if I come out wrong, because as I stated, we're not perfect. And as moms, we have to show our kids. We can't walk around thinking we're so heavenly bound that we're no earthly good to our kids because I have learned that and my kids let me know, okay, mom, you know, you just, I don't, I don't, I can't. And every, 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 let me just rephrase this. This is just me. And that's why I understood what you mean that we all have our different expertise. Everything doesn't work for everybody. And I'm glad we collab because someone can read my book part and say, okay, this is not going to work for me, but you, it, you, they can rejoice and say, this works perfectly for me. You know what I mean? And vice versa. So, um, it's other women out here having babies and they can relate to you perfectly. Like, oh my God, like this works for me. You know what I mean? Or I had my first baby at 18. They can be like, okay, this works for me. Let me see how she did. Let me see how she handled it. So this collab is going to be so amazing to so many different women. I just cannot wait until um we just as why well, need to spoke it out in the atmosphere we're gonna be a bestseller for a lot of moms out here so i agree <laughs> yes and miss rangina how about you how did it feel i know you've done a lot of collaboration books and this one is a little different because you're sharing like your experience as a mom how was that sharing it with complete strangers um, this here was a, um, um, actually I had a lot of real mom moments, um, <laughs> writing the, the chapter, um, because here's the thing with me, um, and some people there read it. Um, I think I might touch a couple of areas for, um, uh, specific readers. Cause I became a mother at a very young age. Um, so I kind of grew up with my oldest child, 
But then um, it was a big gap um, between the first two children and then my last child, which is still here now. Um, so I'm noticing different eras of raising, rearing, rearing the child. How my uh, format of rearing my two oldest kids is totally different because we're in a totally different day and time. So I'm kind of getting the impact of when I had to readjust, I totally had to readjust because it was just so different when I got pregnant with um, my youngest um, daughter versus when I had my first two kids at a um, super um, young age where I was able to just go and I had so much energy. I had so much throttle. Like now she's older and I'm like, okay, I don't have time for this. <laughs> um, and now I'm doing so much. So I'm coming into my fulfillment. I didn't come into my fulfillment until when I got into my um, early 40s. <laughs> so because I'm 40 something. Yes, so. You can tell. <laughs> and so I didn't really come into my fulfillment, into my purpose, into my chosenhood um, until my late um, 30s going into my 40s. That's when I really got myself together in certain areas, certain battles I was dealing with. <laughs> and uh, now I have my um, youngest daughter, which our, our other kids are grown and out the house. Now I have a grandchildren. And um, now I'm seeing another phase with the grandchildren versus I don't went through three different phases. I feel a parenthood here. <laughs> so um, I totally love what um, the beautiful queen. I'm terrible with names. You guys um, charged to my head and not my heart, but some, it's going to be something in each chapter for every mom. And I believe not even just moms. Um, it probably will help even people that um, will grasp the concept of understanding the journey of a mom. Some men might need to read these chapters. Some um, grandparents might need to read these chapters. Um, this may need to be some type of um, course incorporation with this book because Say for those um, programs for mothers, teen mothers, single mothers, because um, I'm a business minded person. I'm just thinking of how so many um, eras that I went through with parenthood and how we're going to absolutely impact all different lives, um, all different lifestyles. Um, I went through several different lifestyles as a mother. <laughs> I went through several different healing journeys as a mother. Um, so I went from single mom to married mom to um, battling with my purpose mom. Um, I still had to be a mom. <laughs> you can't put that on the shelf. I mean, some people may do, but you can't put that on the shelf. You're a, you're a mom, just like I'm a um, <laughs> I'm ministry is 24-7. Motherhood is 24-7. You just can't put certain things on the shelf. And so what you do, you learn from your mistakes, but we as mothers can show people that we had some experience, we had some hurdles, but here are the tips and tools that may help you not have to experience what we experience during our certain phases and journeys as moms. And this is what we incorporate now as a mother. Yes, I love everything that y'all said. So I'm also a young mom. Well, not anymore. Um, I have a 14 year old now. So I, I feel like I was like a baby, raising a baby, like we grew together. But now it's a little bit different because he's a teenager. And the experiences that we went through, 
being teenagers is totally different than what they're facing right now. We didn't have um, technology at our fingertips as, as fast as they have technology at their fingertips. And I think um, one thing that I kind of struggle with um, as a mom of a teenager is like relating to a teenager now. Cause I mean, I'm still, I still feel like, like I'm a hit mom, which he probably was like, mom, that's corny to say, but it's like relating, but also making sure that you still rear your child in the right direction. And I think that that's something that's really missing, learning to relate, but also learning to rear them. Um, and that's a, that's a book for uh, another, another time, but you know, there are just so many things that kids are facing right now. And, um, for me, I struggled with like getting my son to open up as a teenage boy. So I'm reading some of the other ladies' chapters. And I'm like, okay, there's a, a tip for me there. There's, and I hope that when they read my chapter, like, okay, well, there's a tip for me there. So that's one thing, like just being able to share our experiences coming together. Everybody's story is different, but you're going to take something away from each person's story. So I love that. So then one of my um, next questions, what's a piece of advice that you can leave with the mom today? Um, you got to pick up the book because there's so much advice. But while we're on live, we just want to share some advice for you. And it doesn't matter who jumps in. So I'll go ahead and um, start with this one now. I had a, um, it was a Let's Talk panel my church through uh, with like the kids up to teenagers where it was like this um, kind of sort of like a Q&A thing, but more so a, okay, I'm a teen or I'm a growing parent, you know, a child. How can I talk to my parent without them feeling a certain type of way or, you know, neglecting how I feel and just trying to be a parent and, you know, really getting to understand me. And so the most effective thing that I took away from that, which I love, and I actually started doing my child, is... Um, this lady said that sometimes her child didn't know how to communicate and sometimes she didn't know how to respond in into what you know her child was communicating. So what she did was she got a journal. And so her child would write in the journal, she would leave it for her to respond to. And so that's how they communicated. They would put it, you know, put it on the dress or the, you know, the bed, wherever. But it was, okay, you write, I respond. You write, I respond. I resp you know, like that. And I was like, that's real communicate. That's a real, you know, it's, I'm not going to say it's 100% effective because sometimes the way you write things that can be, um, you know, that it can get misinterpreted because, you know, you may feel like she write with an attitude, you know, look, look how we go with text, you know, sometimes text can misread. So, you know, these growing teens and, you know, especially females, you know, we go through so much growing up, you know, we got cycles, we got so much, we're battling so many emotions. So, you know, we may write in our caps and you may think we're yelling when we're just trying to, come. you know, we're just communicating like, okay, this is how I write. Like, look at my schoolwork. It's how I write. I'm not trying to be disrespectful, but it's how I write. But in the end, she said it's always been effective since day one. You know, they their relationship has gotten stronger. They're going out to eat. You know, they're having more days. It's, it's kind of getting to that talk stage, but they're still using that journal in the event that it's too secretive and she feels like she can't go face to face with her parent yet. And I'm like, you know what? I really like that because a lot of people don't know how to communicate. 
or they can't really say it out of their mouth because they're afraid of them, you know, hurting themselves or hurting the person that they're trying to communicate to. So they write it down. I just feel like that's just an effective way, you know, for kids. My son is six. I'm 28 and my son is six. And, you know, we writing in the journal because, I mean, look, it's, it's effective for us. If he can't if he can't tell me exactly what's wrong, go write it down. And, and that's how we understand until you're ready to talk. Even if you need time, I'll give you that time. But I need you to have an understanding that no matter what it is, whenever you're ready, come talk to me because I want to know. How was your day at school? Like she said, you know, we need those mental health check-ins. Those kids need that. You don't know what they go to school and go through. Same as at home. They probably go to school saying, oh, well, I'm going through this and that at home. Yeah, it starts at home. So when you start at home, He'll go anywhere. My child says his prayers, whether he's at home, his dad's house, his nanny house, his grandma house, whoever, he says his prayers night and day and does not miss a beat. And he's been doing that since he's two years old. He's six. You train a child up in the way you want them to go. My son is six. He's effectively communicating, whether it's verbally or on paper, so that when he has to have a communication one-on-one with his teacher, his person, you know, anybody, he's going to know how to do that simply because I'm training him to do that now. Effectively communicate so that you're not misunderstood, so that you don't feel like you're misunderstood. And I just feel like that's just a, that's just something that, you know, even if you feel like it may not work for you, just give it a try. I just feel like, you know, my son is six and it's working for us. So who's to say it's going to be different when he gets older? I hope not. I just hope that, you know, the book is going to help me. I know the book is going to help me. But I really think that the journal communication is an effective way if you feel like you and your kid aren't really on eye-to-eye speaking terms. Okay, I love that. And, you know, having that firm foundation at home is super important. And I think it's something that, you know, we're missing. Um, As moms, we're working. As moms, we're busy. We're entrepreneurs. We're authors. But our children are still our first priority. So we do have to make sure that we open that door for communication. So ladies, um, jump in, leave some advice for some mamas tonight. Um, Okay, so the advice I will leave um, for some moms is, as I stated prior to, give yourself grace. Um, That is one that I have to give myself almost every day. Um, Give yourself grace and not only give yourself grace, how can I say this? Um, be present. Be present. Be present. Because we as moms, we wear many, many hats. Um, but as Juanita said, the first priority is always our kids. Oh, Lord. I'm sorry, y'all. <laughs> the first priority is always our kids. I'm just going to hold my phone. Um, the first priority is always our kids. So um, be present because we can be doing, I'm a multitasker, so I can, I can be doing this and then be doing that and then doing this. And my kid's like, mommy, 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 in my ear. So I'm like, okay, give me a moment, give me a moment. I'm still doing something. But they're like, but I need to really talk to you right now. Like right now, talk to you. And sometimes, um, and just be listen. Don't be so um, quick to just listen to, re- to react or to respond. Just sometimes... They just want us to just listen, be present in the moment. Because as all these beautiful ladies said tonight, 
they some of these kids go to school and we don't know what they're dealing with at school and sometimes they don't know how to communicate and so when they get home it's like if if at home it's not allowing me to be me or allowing me to communicate open up they're going to go get it from the world and the world don't love them the world don't care they're going to they're going to pretend to care but they really don't care so those are my tips give yourself grace and if we mess up it's okay it's okay we just have to take a moment breathe woosah and sometimes i talk to myself i have to talk to myself in the mirror and say okay sis breathe you know my five-year-old sometimes you know when she gets the whining and carrying on she's and i'm like okay go sit down she's like but you yelled at me and i'm like i'm like huh she's like you hurt my feelings you yelled at me you know she says she, she think if i discipline her i'm mad at her and i have to go back and uh, 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 reassure her that i'm not mad at you Right now, I just want you to listen. So I have to sometimes, we as moms, sometimes we have to go back and rephrase or re-enact how we respond or what we may say. And that's why I said we have to give ourselves grace because sometimes we can come off like that. Because we may have a, a day or we may have a day at work and or a day or a moment or meltdown moment. We have those moments sometimes and it can, and it can spill over into our kids not intentionally but it can and so my my five-year-old keeps me on my toes she's like mom like no she's like no you yelled at me like i'm mad like you mad at me i'm, I'm not mad you know so just give out give yourself grace give yourself a moment if you have to have a moment give yourself that moments for moms and then go pick up the book and read some of the um the things that we have put in there to help our to help all of us because I do know that I promise you all of us that have written these we're gonna go read that we're gonna go read and pick up other tips and tools from other moms and that's why I really love it because as I stated we don't know everything and just because we may have written a part of this book we still learning and growing ourselves so we all in this together. Yes, I love it. And Miss Rangina, you can jump right in. Okay, here. I am loving <clears throat> so much of what I'm hearing here. Um, ladies, dynamic job as mothers, entrepreneurs, um, and I'm just honored to be collaborating with you guys. If I would leave anything for um, anyone that's listening that's a mom or know a mom, um, I would say um, be attentive to detail when it comes to your kids. Um, learn your kids individually. And I believe um, Katice uh, spoke on that. Satice spoke on that earlier. Learn your kids. What I am finding that, um, so together, me and my husband, we have six kids. Um, I can't approach one daughter like I would approach the other daughter. It's going to go a whole different way. Um and vice versa. I'm even looking at my granddaughter. I'm looking at her posture. I'm looking at how she responds to things. I'm looking at how she responds to how you place simple things, attentive to detail, to learn your kids, to be able to grasp their attention um, when that time. And that comes by trial and error. Um, you know, we were brought up in an era where um, you just do what they say and, you know, you got the, the belt to your, you got the switch to you. Um, so expression 
um, was not very, um, it wasn't uh, very popular when I was coming up. We weren't able to really say what we wanted to um, say on our minds to a certain extent. Um, and what I'm finding is um, teach um, showing our kids in a respectful way to be able to, like she said, express themselves and just learning your kids, learning, learning them to the point that when you you can tell when something's not right with them. Um, you can tell when something may be going on with them. You can tell when um, there's something that's pondering them. You can look at their behaviors and seeing what something is off. So be attentive to detail with your kids and also kids that they may hang with. Pay attention to their friends too. That is so important right now um, because, um, um, you know, if I go into <laughs> um me as a believer, spirits travel, spirits transfer, um, pay attention to the posture and the behavior of your the environment that you allow your kids to be in, um, because that may impact them as well. So um, I'm, I would leave that advice with you. And also, again, I don't think we could never say this, this enough to give yourself grace. Nobody is perfect. If we were perfect, we would not be here still on earth. We would be here and we would be um, with God right now. So no one is perfect and there is never going to be a perfect journey at all as a mother, as a grandparent. A lot of grandparents take the role as mother, um, you know, so there is never going to be a perfect moment. Give yourself grace. Um, and I'm talking about the grace that we don't go and beat ourselves up behind closed doors. Um, learn. We are growing and we are learning. Things are always changing. Our surroundings are always changing. It's so much happening in the world. Um, so that is some of the advice. And like we are all saying, please get the book. I'm telling you, not because I'm a co-author, but each chapter has something significant for every reader. I guarantee you, um, even for a child that is able and capable of reading this, this may be something that they might need to read too. Um, this may be something that you can have as a reading moment relationship with your child. So I admonish you to give yourself grace, be attentive to details with your kids, learn your kids, um, pay attention to their surroundings and get the book, pre-order the book expeditiously. I believe with some of us, you can pre-order right now. I know on my website, you can pre-order, get the book. It's going to be life-changing. It needs to be in every library, in your home, in your church, in your organization, in your business. If you have programs that are incorporated with family, any type of family care, this book needs to be there. Yes, I love it. And honestly, so just to give a little bit of background about the book, I think it's a, a good time to do that. So my son is 14 and we've been through a lot of different transitions in our life. He's gone through his own transitions. So with those transitions, I kind of would have those moments like, am I doing a good job? So when Rangina said, you know, don't beat yourself up behind closed doors, that is something that we need to remind ourselves. You know, every moment is not going to be perfect but just understand that you're doing the best that you can. So give yourself some grace, but also make sure that you give your children grace too. They're human. They, my son has only been alive for 14 years. So he is still learning. He's still growing. 
So, you know, as we take time to understand our children, make sure that we give them grace as well because they're human. And I think that that's something that, you know, we sometimes forget. It can just be do as I say, take time to understand, you know, how they need to be communicated to, how you need them to communicate to you. Um, That effective communication, it starts in the home. So that's another point that was made tonight. Um, So we want to make sure that we're having that effective communication. So when our kids do go out into the world, they're able to open up and explain what's going on. Um, Our kids, their faces are just always in, in their electronics. So that communication skill that we had to learn when we were younger it's starting to be like a lost art. Kids aren't really able to express themselves because their faces are just in electronics. So my advice is have a couple have a couple days maybe where you, you're electronic free and you're having that effective communication with your kids. Take them out. Understand what's going on with them. But remember, give them the same grace that you need as well because they're human and they're still learning. Um, And that's one thing that I have had to learn as my son is a teenage boy. So, you know, for you mamas that have teenage boys, just send me some prayers because it's a little different. (laughs) But, you know, we keep pushing, we keep moving. So that's why I love this book, because I'm getting some insight. Um, And this year I really had to remind myself to breathe and to give myself a moment. So. That, that is definitely like how this book was birthed, just my needing to remind myself that I can give myself grace, that I'm doing a great job, and every day is a new opportunity to try again. So if mom needed that reminder, I think we all kind of reiterated that tonight. It's super important. Give yourself grace. Um, pat yourself on the back because not only are you keeping your children alive, which is important, but we're also raising the next generation Um And we have to make sure we're raising these children to be set apart from from the world because what they're facing out there is totally different than what we had to face. I think that's super important for us to remember. So I have definitely enjoyed this time. Um, I I picked up some tips that I know that I needed. You guys want to leave us with anything? Make sure that you share your social media and websites again before we leave. Okay, so I didn't share mine in the beginning. So um, to connect with me or to follow me, um, you can definitely reach um, me on social media at on Facebook, um, just my name, Satise Alexander. And then I'm also on IG as I am underscore Satise. And also my website, if you want to go pre-order the book, is I am Satise.com. I know we kind of been um, ignoring the comments, but we really haven't. We've been seeing everything you guys have been posting. You know, I really enjoyed the feedback. You know, everybody was like, you know, I agree. I I can agree. I meant to that. Thank you all for tuning in because like, like everybody said, this is about to be a global project. I'm talking about global, (laughs) like all over the world. And like she mentioned, you know, I don't just see this being a book. I see this being, you know, a series. I see this being, you know, workshops, you know, everything. I see it being so much just from, you know, her having, needing to have a moment and then realizing that, okay, 
I know I'm not the only one who needed to have a moment. Let me collab. Let me get some insight because right now I'm having a brain fog and I need somebody else besides my mind to reassure me, to clarify me that, okay, look, maybe, you know, it's, it's okay to not have all the right answers. It's okay to not always be able to say, okay, I can't wear my cape right now because that's my problem. I want to be, you know, this perfect image for my son. Not realizing that if he always sees me strong, then he's going to feel like he has to own up to that same image. And I want him to know that it's okay to break. It's okay that you're going to have moments when you break, but you got to pick yourself back up. You have to know when the right time is, when, when is the right time to ask for help? Because you don't have to do it alone. And that was my problem. I wanted to do everything alone because, you know, I just feel like a lot of people don't understand me how I want them to. And it's not necessarily that I have a problem with opening up to people. It's just that, you know, when you've gone through relationship after relationship, friendship after friendship, and just, you know, so much, you you kind of box yourself in until you just close into this, which is another thing that led me to writing. Like, writing has never seen me wrong. And a lot of people say, you know, well, why you don't get a therapist? Why you don't do this? When my brother um, was killed, I was going to get a therapist if I felt like I needed to. I wanted to see if I could do it myself first, simply because when I felt like I needed people, majority of everybody walked out on me. My family couldn't help me because they were also grieving. You know, my best friend, she's attached to me, so she's grieving. So the friends who I thought, you know, the extended friends, yeah, everybody walked out on me. So that, led, that just led me to say, okay, when I talk to paper, I could ball it up. I could rip it up. I could burn it. I could keep it for future reference. I could do whatever I want with that paper. Yes, you can. Here's another mom mommy. He knows to do this when I'm working because he just say hey to my son. Hey. Hey, handsome. Thank you. <laughs> this is my twin, y'all. We're both Capricorns, so imagine how that is. <laughs> it's a work in progress, but I love it. I love it so much because he, like my mom says, he shows me so much of me, me as a child, me now. Like, Bubba, she just. My arms. Yeah, they go. <laughs> it's a scream. <laughs> Okay, go ahead, get your candy now. It's just it's it's learning experiences every day because again, there's no manual. So when you see something or when you realize your son's doing something different or your kid's doing something different, you're like, okay, where you picked it up from? He probably picked it up from you, and you do it so much that you don't notice. And now you gotta watch what you do and what you say because you have something watching you. You have kids watching you, whether they're directly attached to you or whether they're around you every day. I'm around kids besides my son every day. And they, you know, they pick up on what I'm doing. Oh, I want to write a book. And can you help me? You know, they, you have to be careful what you are putting out because somebody's always watching. And you have to realize that the moment I found out I was pregnant, literally the week before, I, because I was not always this person. And I'm going to say this because I'm always transparent. I'm authentic. I was never this perfect person. You know, a lot of people like to paint you as perfect. I was never perfect. I was a bad kid. I was sent away for a week because I had a fight literally every day of the week. That next week when I got back home, I was sick. I almost passed out at work. Bam, found out I was pregnant. And it was like right before that, that 
I wanted to get myself together. I had kind of, you know, fell back from school, you know, the wrong crowd. I was around the wrong crowd and it just was things like that that I had to sit myself down and say, okay, look, you're about to be a mother now. So whether you realize it or not, you need to start getting you together because you can't keep living how you're living, bringing another human into this world. The world is already wicked as it is. So you need to fix your environment or you're going to have to do a whole lot of healing and therapy and everything with whatever you bring into this world. And that was my realization. I'm pregnant and I can't keep living how I'm living, knowing I'm about to raise her. I'm about to be a mother. That was my, I'm like, I'm about to be somebody's mother. And the doctor was like, yeah. And I'm just sitting there like, it's no way. Like, it's, it's no way. Like, again, there's no right or wrong answers. You know, right. I knew I wasn't supposed to be out in the streets, you know, fighting, but, you know, there's bullying. There's, you know, people thinking they can play with you. There's, you know, sometimes you have to stand up for yourself. Not saying that I should have been fighting. That was the way to, you know, that was the answers because that's not the answer. But I learned from my mistakes and I'm learning so that my son isn't going to make those same mistakes. The environment I'm raising him in now is way better than the environment that I was, you know, that I thought I was pregnant in. And the better you make it, the the better your son, your your, your kids are going to be. Definitely. Now we can we can rule 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 this for our kids, but as they get older, everybody has their own mind. You know, we were raised up in the church, going to church every Sunday. You know, doing everything, but yeah, you still have to protect yourself. So when when people say you 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 was a fighting girl, yeah, I, I used to fight. I have two brothers. First of all, you know, so I was a tomboy at one point. Yeah, I was. So I was kind of glad I had a boy instead of a girl. But the thing is, you still have to know that what you raise is a part of you. That that's a direct image of you, and so. I can't send him to school any kind of way or, you know, just doing what he wants because that's a direct product of me. They're going to look at me when I go to those parent-teacher conferences like, so this is the, this, it, this is, this explains it. You know, you know how some people look at you and be like, I see, I, you know, I see why. And I don't want that for my son. I don't want that for me, you know? And it's just about what you want for you, for your kids, for your extended kids, you know, anything attached to you, anything around you. Any child that comes around me is my child. I'm treating it like my child. When I worked at that daycare, I was at a night daycare because I, I went to school. So I had the 3 to 11 shift. Do you know these kids sat from, what, 4 to 11 to whenever the parents picked them up watching TV? Do you know I took it upon myself to create activities and worksheets for these kids to do? And I almost got fired for it until a teacher, until a parent double back and said, this has helped my child tremendously. Now she's back on track at school. Like, I just knew that I couldn't, before I even became a parent, I just wanted to know that kids, you know, it starts at home. And these parents are sending their kids to, you know, after daycare or whatever, knowing that, okay, I'm at work, you know, but my child is still in after daycare learning or whatever. But they're not just sitting there, you know, eating outside playing or, you know, snacking or watching TV. They're still learning because what you do at home follows you. So if I'm giving you something at home or I'm giving you, you know, I'm, I'm bringing something from the school, then I expect you to follow up with that. That's going to help along the way. 
my child is in a first grade on a third grade level because the moment he can hold a pencil i started i started him early that's how i finished just that's how i finished high school one year early you have to start them young yes that and foundation is super it. super important that's that solid foundation Yes, definitely. And I'm still learning. I'm still a young parent. I'm still learning. We are growing together, but it's amazing. And I love every every minute of it. We cried together. We laughed together. We just was laughing before this. And I'm like, wait, what time is it? That's why he came wanting to be seen because he, he's, he's me. He's a Capricorn. You know, I used to do the same thing to my mom. So I can't be mad. You know, we, we can give those pep talks. All right, look, mommy about to do this. Cheering going to be cheering. Yes. And I would say it like that because that's how we understand it. But kids are going to be kids. Yes, definitely. Well, we appreciate you sharing and pouring into us, you know, from what you have experienced so far. Um, I know that moms that go in, they read your chapter, they'll be able to take something away. So we definitely appreciate you being vulnerable and opening up. I'm going to give the other ladies an opportunity to jump in and just share something and leave us with something tonight. And make sure you um, also just share your social media. Just state that again. Okay, here. So I'll go really quick here. Um, first, if you would like to reach me, Gina's iFeed is on Facebook and Instagram. Just Gina Skincare is on Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, and YouTube. Um, also for Kingdom Solutionists, that is on Facebook. I have a group, um, private group page, and I share coaching tips. I share inspirational um, accountability, igniting moments in that group. Um, and it is um, based on faith-based, faith-based kingdom principles. I also have Lee Francis Healthcare Educational Services. I didn't mention, but I am a nurse by trade, licensed nurse, been in the healthcare field over 20 years. So that is how I was even able to incorporate formally and create in my products for my skincare. Um, I took the initiatives of for every problem, we are supposed to initiate a solution as a charge nurse. So um, my all natural skincare products are on my website. You can go to walmart.com and put in just Gina skincare LLC and you'll see all of my products. Um, I also have an online wellness school, Kingdom Solutionist online health and wellness school that will be officially launching in 2023. Um, open enrollment will start then. Um, I'm big on collaborations. I believe it doesn't matter what state or country you're in because I do partnerships globally. Um, you can definitely reach me and we can talk about the programs and the services that I offer um, that you may see that is something that you could utilize and probably with your um, clients, customers, and our recipients, or even for your ministry. Um, so I am just glad. Thank you again, Yonita, and also the beautiful queens that are up here. Um, I'm excited about this book. This is something that I'm definitely putting in my library, in my office for um, 
my Gina's IP Resource Center. I try to keep all books, different genres of books um, that is um, uh, something that uh, is inspiring for readers, my clients and my recipients to have. And this is definitely one that myself, I'm making sure I have in my library. Again, you ladies, um, be encouraged. And um, I believe that this is going to be a, a great segue for um, probably more volumes. And, and, and I believe um, a workbook and a journal is something, um, Janita, that you probably, if you haven't considered, this is what I'm hearing right now, that would be a great um, part to add with this workbook um, and something for the kids. Um, so I'm going to back up because... <laughs> Um, I don't want to tarry too long up here, but you guys, I'm excited about this. Um, and I love that I'm getting to meet beautiful um, faces. I, ladies, I didn't get to hear where, what city or state you're from. Um, if you can mention that real quick, cause I can't remember, but I am from Virginia. I know that Janita is, Janita is in Georgia. I'm in Georgia from okay. VA though. So I'm in Georgia now. Yes. Uh, I'm, I'm from, uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. Okay. And I'm from Raleigh, North Carolina. Okay. All of y'all are within distance that I can drive to. So I just want to let you know that. <laughs> all righty, ladies. That's all I have for now. All viewers, thank you. Thank you. Thank you for um, tuning in. Please, please support us. Listen, everyone give up a crab bowl, give up a chicken wing and go buy this book, Bomb as Gifts by... <laughs> Buy one from all of us because you can give them as gifts. Everyone knows a mother. People are getting pregnant every five minutes. So <laughs> we can definitely um we can definitely be a blessing. Um, so I'm excited about this. Again, um, thank you again, Janita, for this great opportunity. Yes, I really appreciate you, ladies. And before I jump in with some information for me, Satise, go ahead and share your information. Leave us with a final thought. Um, I just want to say thank you all for coming up here and just taking your time out your busy Mondays to hear us and share with us and to all the comments. I greatly appreciate them all. Um, I just want to say my final thoughts is would be um, let's normalize as being parents to stop telling our kids do as I say and not as I do because that doesn't work. No matter what we, they're always going to be watching. And at the end of the day, they're going to always do what we do eventually. And, you know, and sometimes, you know, I feel like that is like being a hypocrite sometimes. You know, I'm going to do this, but I tell you to do this, but I'm doing something different. And that sometimes could confuse our kids. And I had to learn that. And I'm only telling you from something I have experienced. I used to always say, I'm grown. Do as I say, not as I do. And then they started coming back. It was like, well, you doing something different, mommy. Like, I'm like, ooh. So let's just normalize to be a little better. And as Juanita said, you know, we have to give our kids grace too. Because they're human. They're not robots. They're human. And they're people. 
and if we want to for them to grow up um as um i can't remember your name i do apologize um I don't want to say it wrong as you stated they're going to grow up as their own individual people and we can teach them as much as we can so why not teach them the best way we can so they can take a lot that we have taught them um to adulthood they're gonna they're gonna stray they may astray but everything we taught them as i have astray but everything my grandma instilled in me stayed with me eventually i came back and so that's why I said, you know, let's just normalize, not always saying, do as I say, you know, and not what I do at the end of the day. You know, we have to, a lot of things we was taught growing up is not always right, has not always been right. So let's just, let's just put a different spin on this generation because that's why I need to say this generation is totally different. So we can't always continue to teach what we was taught because this generation is totally different. So I just want to leave those thoughts, let you know, you all, I love y'all with the love of Christ. And hopefully you all can um, pick up, you know, and learn from us and what we have experienced. That's all. Yes, I love it. I love that. Like I said, you will get different experiences from all the ladies that have shared. They were vulnerable and and I love it um, because like I think I said earlier and Rangina said earlier as well, there's always somebody that's pregnant. You know what I mean? So somebody needs that advice. Um, and one of the sayings my husband says is you can, what is the saying? Eat the chicken and spit out the bone. If it's not for you, it's not for you. Find what works for you. And, and keep it moving. But as moms, we have to continue pushing. One thing that I want to leave you ladies with is so remember to give yourself a moment. Find that time in the day. Um, Lisa, who is another contributor in the book, and you'll get to hear from her on Wednesday. One thing that um, I love, and, and she is real firm on this, her time is in the morning. So find that quiet time during the day that's for you so that you can hear from God because those moments that we need for him, super important so that we can make sure we're imparting the right things into our children, into our home um, is, is super important, uh, especially because this world is ever changing and it can be overwhelming. So we don't have to be superwoman. We don't have to do it all by ourselves, but make sure you use that discernment to make sure that the help that you're getting is conducive for your children because you can't have just everybody around your kids either. So it's a lot of different layers. That's why it's important to hear from God. Um, give yourself that minute so do today so that you can stay in your word, hear from him, and then be able to maneuver the way that you need to for yourself and your children. So my um, website, which I really want the ladies to share their information, but my website is www.graceforpurposeco.com. And then you can follow me on social media at um, on Instagram. It's at underscore Juanita Nicole and then underscore. And then on Facebook, I'm Juanita Nicole Woodson. So connect with me, connect with the other ladies of this amazing project. Like I said earlier, this is going to go worldwide. It's just the beginning. Definitely more volumes. So much wisdom as moms that we can impart. No, we don't have it all figured out. We're learning, but we need that community to learn and grow with each other. 
And that's all I have. We definitely appreciate you joining us tonight. And we hope that we were able to leave you with something that you could take and and eat off of as you give yourself a moment this week. Um, We'll definitely be making sure that we share our information on social media. We have a lot of projects out individually. And then like I said, this is just the beginning. So there will be more projects. So make sure you stay tuned. And we appreciate you joining us tonight. Thank you. Have a good night. Good night, everyone. Good night, everyone. Thank you for joining. And thank you again, Miss Juanita. Good night. Yes, good night.